It's homecoming week, and what better time to talk sports? Joining us today is Bob Roller. In 2011, he was introduced as Campbell University's fourth athletic director after spending more than 11 years as director of athletics at Samford University. He's on our program today to talk about the meteoric rise of the football program, which is off to its best start in 10 years. He's going to talk about the hopes and dreams of our basketball programs who are looking for a return to the NCAA tournament. He'll also talk about the recent success of our spring programs and much, much more. We're very happy to have Bob Roller on with us today. I'm Billy Liggett. I'm joined by co-host Kate Stoneburner, and this rhymes with orange. So we like to ask our guests what drew them to Campbell, and in your case, you came here in 2011 from um, being the athletic director at Samford University, which coincidentally was where uh, President Creed came from as well, but you came here a lot, lot longer before he did. So what drew you to Campbell University back in 2011? Well, I was living in Richmond at the time, and my uh, at the time, fiance Carolyn and I were to be married in about six more months, and so I was looking to for work in athletics administration. I'd been an athletic director at Campbell for 13 years, and uh, the, I'm sorry, athletic director at Samford right. for 13 years, and then the Campbell job came open, and so it worked out beautifully that I was able to interview and, and get the job and uh, moved down here. They had just built Gore Arena, which I remember from long, long ago when I was at East Carolina and UNC Wilmington, that how difficult it was uh, in the 80s to play at Campbell. So it was such a transformational difference there. And then we we knew we needed to build a lot of facilities, but that was a challenge that I tend to enjoy. Those are back in the Carter Gym days. Oh, yes. I I have heard a lot of Carter Gym stories. Um, I, we're already going off track here, but one of the things that I did not know about Carter Gym until I did a story was, was it actually like a, almost a half foot smaller than a regulation court? Maybe more than a half foot. <laughs> that's Try just, three feet. <laughs> yeah. that's, in, that's incredible that you were playing Division One basketball in a, in a place like that. But right. yeah, you came here to Campbell. Um, coming from the outside, when you started looking into Campbell, what, uh, what was it about the potential i guess you said the arena was just built the football program was new uh what did you like about the potential here well it, it reminded me of when i first took the sanford job in the late 90s that it was a it was a private christian school that did not have a lot of pride from the athletic side and did not have a lot of support or sort of a suitcase community and what we needed to do was sort of upgrade budgets and upgrade coaching and upgrade facilities and um it had to start with football. That was obvious because when I got here, it was just the, the other side, if you will, of the football stadium. So that was absolutely the first priority. But baseball needed it and softball needed it and track and soccer. And so slowly, kind of brick by brick now, eight years later, we have facilities that I believe the rest of this, of our conference and a lot of our peer institutions are coming to visit now to see how they can catch up. Well, you, you mentioned football, and that's a good place to really get started. This is homecoming week. Uh, but more on subject here, we just uh, published a magazine that uh, celebrated the first 10 years of, of Campbell football and is looking toward the future. You played a big role in that story, and uh, I want to ask you about uh, joining the Big South Conference and becoming a scholarship program. In the story, you said there were going to be growing pains. Um, we're off to a 5-2 and two start. Despite the setback last week, this has still been a very good, incredible start for this football team in scholarship football. So uh, how has this 5-2 and two start taken you? and ta- Or how have you taken to the 5-2 mm-hmm. and two start? And uh, is, it a little, 
is this a little more is this a big surprise to you or is this kind of what you were expecting well it, it's probably a little bit of a surprise it's not to coach mentor and not to his staff and it's a testament to them because as most people know the only guys on the field with scholarships right now are freshmen and so sophomores juniors and seniors still came to campbell as a non-scholarship program and paid their own way so as we face Monmouth and Gardner-Webb and Charleston Southern over the next few weeks, they have four classes of full scholarship athletes. And so there is a great disparity until you hit about year four of this for us. So I'm, I'm really pleased with how we did it. Our schedule was, was done, I think, correctly and creatively to get us to the Big South part of our schedule this year. Georgetowns and Chawans and Shaws and North Alabama's it helped us it helped us sort of work our way up I think the growing pains still are there and I think the experience and depth will will show for the next say year and a half but we're ahead of schedule and um, I was fortunate enough to be put on this selection committee this year for the FCS that chooses the playoffs for the next four years and I'm listening to a lot of conversations now and getting a lot of data that you normally don't receive and Campbell is quickly moving up the board in that, and, and in the next few years, I'm certain we'll be in the playoff discussion. So how does that work? If Campbell's on the cusp of like a 9-3 and or a 10-2 and record, and, and you have that vote, do you have to abstain? I have to leave the room. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do, you do. And so like some of the members that right now on the committee are from Central Arkansas, Jacksonville State, uh, and those teams, you, you leave the room and when when you're involved just like that you hear about for the ncaa basketball so not only abstain but you you, you have to step outside right right <laughs> that's exactly. very very interesting well um like i said it, it's it's been really exciting for seven games but uh this weekend is homecoming and uh you've got a gardner web team and uh we're not gonna get into the x's and o's in mm-hmm. this show but the gardner web team this is a a, a winnable game is, is all i'll say and so um aside from it just being homecoming how big how big of a week is this for Campbell football? Well, it's historic. It really is. I mean, the commissioner of the conference, Kyle Kalander, will be here for it. The first ever Big South Conference football game on campus. Um, and you're right, I won't get into the X and O's, but I will tell you that Gardner-Webb has played three top ten teams. And if we had played those three top ten teams, our record would probably be similar. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a little bit misleading. They have had a brutal schedule while we've had a favorable schedule. So, um, but it is, it's amazing to see that we're going to, we expect the record crowd, the all-time highest uh, attended event in Harnett County for a sporting event will be in 48 hours from now on Saturday afternoon. It's going to be cold. No. (laughs) Where are you from? I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. (laughs) Don't stand in front of the goalpost. (laughs) Yikes. Well, when you first came to Campbell, it was only fourth year of football. Um, what's it been like to build up that program in the midst of coming up with new facilities and supporting the other teams that are on campus? It's really been amazing. It's fun to watch. It's hard to do overnight. So it takes patience that I don't have a lot of times. Eight years. I've been here eight years now, believe it or not. And and it took a while. We were we were at the bottom of a lot of rankings and a lot of situations. And, and when we brought in Coach Mentor now six years ago, which is amazing that he's been here for almost – for six of my eight years, they just built it. Uh, it's, it's. I know you've heard me say brick by brick, but that's what it was. Particularly when they went into homes and and didn't have a scholarship to offer in their I back pocket. Imagine. So uh, now it's really changed uh, overnight with the talent level. And anybody that just stands on our sideline now can see, you know, the size and the speed difference. And that's just what a full scholarship brings. So that's been. It's been great to watch. It's not been without a lot of 
Saturday nights where we've gone home with a loss. And uh, I, I do not like to lose, but I know that's part of the build. Yeah. And you just announced that, I don't remember what year it is, but we'll be playing ECU and UNC in the That future. is correct. That is correct. I really wrote about this in the magazine. 20, a, 2022, 2023, or, or 21-22, one of those. Yeah. Our, our next four years. The football game, it was just a huge gasp exactly. from the crowd. You're right. <laughs> so what does that mean for the athletics program? Well, it's, it's that very factor, the gasp. I mean, in all honesty, right now the best football team that we play in the next four years is neither one of those right it's troy <laughs> next year we open with troy i realize that does not ring the bell around here like east carolina and north carolina but troy just went to nebraska and won yeah. so we'll open with troy next year play georgia southern the following year liberty the following when i say these teams these are the teams paying the big guarantee money and then in 22 east carolina and greenville 23 carolina and chapel hill and we're, we're working more for some more very nice uh local names of that to go in 24 25 and and i think that the fan base is going to like that programs like campbell aren't expected expected is the key word to win those games and aside from the financial payout though what what nationally does being involved in these games do for a up-and-coming program like this sure just raises your profile and when abc and espn and fox sports are talking about the East Carolina, Carolina, Troy game. They're playing camp. It just gets us out there more and more. Just like in our subdivision of football championship, the fact that we're 5-2 and two now, we're ranked in the southern division of the national rankings. It's, it's all of a sudden it's, we're not that, that new kid on the block. Very, I don't think it's going to take long at all before we're going to be playing in the playoffs and home game on Thanksgiving weekend and, and having to find a way for – people to get here on Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> I'm sure they wouldn't have That's I'm right. sure they wouldn't have a problem doing that. But so on to another pretty high pro, high profile program and that's basketball. Mm-hmm. It all kicks off I guess tonight with the homecoming hoopla and then you've got games coming right around the right around the bend. Um uh, again, X's and O's aside, this will be a big year for the men's program with uh, McGeehan and uh, Chris Clemens coming back. But in, on the women's side too, Ronnie Fisher is entering his third year. Um this being such a high-profile sport, it's been a long time since Campbell has made it to an NCAA tournament. Um, I, I know that's the ultimate goal, but uh, how, how close are we, I guess? Oh, I think we're close. I really do. I mean, everybody, everybody may say that, but, but we're very close. It's hard to win a tournament. It's hard to win a, a tournament, ask a lot of teams. Again, when you're in the Power Fives, you lose in the first round of the tournament. You just go home and wait till Sunday, and you get a bid anyway. Right. Uh, this, this group, uh, you have to win four games in four days or three games in four days. So uh, there, there's, if it was easy, there'd be a lot more of them. But we have the team to do that this year on the men and the women's side. Radford is picked to win both right now, uh, and there are – Challenges. I think people need to wake up real fast to Hampton on both the men and the women's side. Hampton, a brand new member to the Big South Conference, is very formidable in basketball and 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 could win the tournament right away. I think I think you if you heard of the Hampton Athletics, it would be through their basketball program. Am I correct? I they mean, won that, a fifteen game years back. Not yeah. this uh, against Michigan State in a two fifteen NCAA game. The marketing just people still still talk about the 1992 team mm-hmm. still and we're 26 years removed from that um what does sending a basketball team to the ncaa tournament do that marketing dollars can't do i mean <laughs> there's a study there's a company called joyce julius joyce julius and associates that does that get your return on investment it's it's 25 30 million wow yeah oh my gosh 
And then if you win that first round game. Exactly. Just... <laughs> no Maryland, Baltimore County rode that wave and still is. So those are the high profile sports, but, um, you know, Campbell's done really well on across the board. Women's golf, you mentioned when you walked in here, um, uh, the cross country team, uh, baseball in recent years, you've got a, a brand new coach that's got a lot of people excited in softball. So uh, those are, a lot of those are the spring sports. So um, talk a little bit about um, the, I guess, the spring sports and, and what, what are you most excited about for, for the rest of this year beyond basketball? Well, and true, I'll stay with the winner with wrestling right now. Wrestling, which we have yes, a, absolutely. Uh, to, to, to the wrestling world, Kerry Cole at our head coach is, is Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what he is to basketball as Kerry is to wrestling. So we've built a facility that we have about 300 alums coming back this weekend from the wrestling side that are going to have a banquet and get to see the new wrestling facility. And it is a top 20 facility without doubt. And we're going to be a top 20 wrestling program soon. We're probably 35th right now, but heading for the top 20. It's it's amazing the recruiting, the numbers that we're bringing in. It, it really is amazing how he's turned that program around in, in such a short time. Sure, yes. I mean, it's lightning in a bottle having him, and, and now we've got it got it going where each class is, is very strong. And, and so we, we expect to have All-Americans this year that will be at the Nationals in Pittsburgh, and we expect to have people on the podium, and that means, you know, top three in the nation in that weight class. How'd you get so, him? How'd you get Kerry Cole out here? <laughs> You, you don't want to reveal the secret. No, no. It was just, just, I, you know, coaches have to recruit, and so do athletic directors. Right. And, and we just have some outstanding coaches, as you mentioned right now. We have two that just came in this year, both on the spring side, Sharonda McDonald, who's coaching softball, and Michelle Dasso, who's coaching women's tennis. Sharonda came from Ohio State by way of Florida, LSU, and Texas A&M. It's all major programs. And, right. Yeah. And Michelle is a Notre Dame, the winningest player ever at Notre Dame, coached at Notre Dame for years, was head coach at the University of Illinois in the Big Ten, and now they're driving up to campus every day trying to build that here, and they will. Uh, baseball, of course, which is where you can really make almost as big a name as you can in any sport, is a perennial challenger for the, to go to the NCAA tournament. Uh, have We have a top-five draft pick this year in Matthew Barefoot that's back for his last year after he won the Cape Cod League of hitting this year, and then just the Jim Perry Stadium and the pavilion that we've built there is – has really been a, a game changer for baseball. Right. When it comes to recruiting, um, obviously facilities and coaches play a huge role in that. Um, and whether or not you have a scholarship in your program, though, you do have to sell Campbell compared to other schools. So as athletic director, what about Campbell is a draw for athletes, um, maybe aside from the facilities? It's, it's the way our coaches have to handle the recruiting weekend. There is, you know, if a, we may talk to a kid who last week went to Temple in Philly. So they just spent a weekend in Philly and then we bring them here. So you, you, you cannot ignore the fact that it is a different environment. It's a different rural to city and, and everything in between. So you just sell Campbell and, and you don't run from it. I think that's what happened for a lot of years. I think we kind of ran from it. We tried to hide it, mm-hmm. but they would keep them in Raleigh the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we don't do that. Our coaches bring them here. They, they move them through campus. They meet Dr. Creed, the best recruiter on campus. They, they meet faculty professors. Uh, the students take them around at night. We, nice. they, 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 we eat locally. And, you know, they may go to Fuquay for a dinner one Friday night, but that's really what it is. You, you, you can't run from it. You've got to say it's a rural campus that's only 25 miles from a major metropolitan area and, 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 and take it that way. But I do believe that 
in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s that that really I think a kid would fly in and, and maybe the whole visit would be up in, in Raleigh. When they were building the student union, we saw a lot of athletic um, uh, personnel there. And I was talking to a few of them and they said, well, this is just as big for us as it is for for any any program here on campus, what what is having that student union on campus going to do in terms of drawing more athletes here? Well, in all honesty, the, the best thing is it's something for those folks to do as well. And then on the selfish side, we've said this for eight years, uh, it stops our Gore Arena from becoming a cafeteria. It's <laughs> true. true. Wow. I've had a lot of meals in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is kind of a just a curiosity question on our part. Um, you work with sports all day long. Um, and then you go home. And what do you do? Do you watch more sports? Do you have other things to relax? <laughs> I, uh, well, I'm a political junkie and have oh, watched no. that for years. Uh, <laughs> nice. And I uh, have always been political science motivated. And so it, it unfortunately has become exhausting to not even do that now. So I, I usually watch Alaska truckers now or something like that oh, just, no. to, just to uh, totally get away from it. But no, my I've always been very interested in the and all the machinations of politics and, and following how that goes. I imagine you do, like like Kate said, you go home and you don't want to watch ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, well, we are, this goes very quickly. We are actually, we're out of time. And uh, well, I want to thank you for, um, for being on the show. Thank you for your help with the, with the football magazine that, that we have coming out at, uh, the uh, story is online now. The digital version of the magazine comes out tomorrow, and then the magazine should start hitting uh, doorsteps pretty soon. So we're really excited about that. We're excited about everything that you've done. I will, I'm going to embarrass you a little. There is a quote in the magazine story from a former player of yours who, when I asked him what does what is Bob Roller meant to uh, Campbell Athletics, he said, it was, it, was an odd, it was an odd story that he said, but it, it fit. He said, it was like when Simba returned in The Lion King <laughs> and, and the animals all rose and welcomed him back and things changed. Now, I guess that's probably a little embarrassing for you, but you have a lot of people that have supported what you've done in these past years. And so um, congratulations for all that and good luck into the, heading into the future. Well, thank you. I was more Barney Rubble, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Bob Roller. Um, we'd love to have you on again. Thank you.